Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 49, Clearing the Clutter and Getting Your House in Order. Hey, this is Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com, and you are listening to the Strategic Living Podcast with my great friend, Brian Holmes, who is now going to take your thinking to the next level. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. Great to have you with us. Hey, we're honing in on episode number 52. That's a one-year mark. I'm excited about it. But it's great to have you with us on the program today. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies, Hey, we want to see you healed. We want to see your mind renewed and transformed. We want to see you discover all that God has created you to be. We want to see you doing it. Going to be a great program. We're talking about clearing the clutter and getting your house in order. Let's get started, everybody. Well, as always, it's great to have you with us today. I am excited because I'm actually sitting in my new office, which I'll talk a little bit more about here in a few moments, but I am uh, kind of at a new setup. I've got things sitting in a different place, which is always fun because I'm reaching over to my left side for one thing, and I find that it's not there. It's actually on the different side of my desk now. So if you hear me banging around in here today, you'll know that we're just trying to get accustomed to the new environment, but I'm really excited. We're, we've moved our offices, and we are in a wonderful place, wonderful group of people we're sharing this building with, and it is great to have a fresh environment. It's always good. I love new beginnings, and I believe that uh, as we kind of go through life, these opportunities present themselves quite often, and most people, 69, 70% of people are type S personalities. If you follow the DISC profiles, those folks don't like change much. But I tell you what, change is inevitable, and so we embrace it, we welcome it, and we look for the value. We look for the opportunities that change brings us. So it's a great, great thing. We're excited about that. Well, a little episode preview for you here. It's really amazing to me how we go through life and never truly realize the measure of accumulation that's going on. We are always collecting things and stuff, and whether we realize it or not, papers are piling up, files are piling up, receipts, (laughs) yes, receipts, extras of everything. We don't have one of anything. We have 15 of everything. My garage is floor-to-ceiling right now full of stuff that I'm sure most of it we don't even need anymore camping gear, uh, boxes, uh, all kinds of things that are never even used around our house. What about books? What about magazines? Oh gosh, do I even dare talk about the email inbox? Or even if you've got some sort of a system where you move things from an inbox to another folder, the truth is, do you even have a clue what folder you put it in? What about uh, just this idea of we humans having this incredible propensity to collect and keep things. But there is a time to toss them out. 
There's a time to clean out. There is a real need, I think, in seasons to get rid of some stuff and make room. So today, what I want to do is I want to talk about clearing out the clutter and getting your house in order. This was a subject that became very real to me over the last several months, both because my wife and I are going through a season where we're really reevaluating and reorganizing things for our life, but also because of the move I just did recently. I believe you're going to find great value in what we're going to talk about today. Now, I know some of you right now are waiting for me to come up with some scripture about cleaning out the clutter (laughs) or about throwing away things. Well, you're in luck because, yes, I do have a biblical principle that I'm going to share with you. You've heard me talk about this passage on several occasions because I find it to be so helpful and so realistic. But let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter number 3. Yep, that chapter about there being a time for everything. It says there is an appointed time for everything. There is a time for every event under heaven. There is a time to give birth. And there is a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down, and a time to build up. I want you to notice the order of that one, especially. Many of these, actually. Tear something down first so that you can then build something new in its place. Two objects cannot occupy the same space. If you're going to build something new in your life, you're going to have to dismantle something that's presently standing where the new thing needs to go. Well, that's good right there. A time to weep, a time to laugh a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to throw stones, and a time to gather stones. There's a time to embrace and a time to shun embracing, a time to search and a time to give up as lost. Here's the biggie in verse 6. A time to keep and a time to throw away. That's right. A time to keep, a time to throw away, a time to tear apart, and a time to sew or to mend together. A time to be silent and a time to speak. Boy, some of us need to know how to be that silent part every once in a while, right? Verse 8, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. But the two big ones, a time to tear down and a time to build up. The tearing down comes first. And then verse 6, a time to keep and a time to throw away. I think that's going to get us going here today. Well, there is something about order that attracts success, and I believe something about order that attracts blessing, the blessing of God. I have this very strong belief that God himself is a God of order. He does all things well. He's not messy. And I also believe that he created us to live in a state of order. So consider this, creation itself. If you look at Genesis chapter 1, the entire account, 
the creation of the world, the universe, the solar systems, the way the tides work day and night, and all of the things that we don't even think about in our life. It's just we take it for granted. But everything is in a very specific, a very firm and very distinct order. It must operate in order. Otherwise, chaos ensues and things begin to come apart. In the creation account, it says on the first day he did this. On the second day he did this. On the third day he did this. If you really logically think about it, each of the preceding days had to take place and what he did in them before the creation of the new thing took place in the next day. It was always about order. When you and I live in a state of chaos or our lives are in disarray or there is mess and messiness and disorder all around us, it messes with our soul. It messes with our emotions. Whether consciously or unconsciously, it literally sucks the life from us and causes us to be thrown off of balance. I'll give you an example here, a little test. Well, walk into a messy, dirty, cluttered, nasty space where you can barely walk across the floor. Things are hanging off of the walls. Things are all the pictures are out of place. Everything is crooked. Uh, the chairs are thrown over on the floor. The tables are turned over. There's food everywhere on the carpet. You go into a place like that and you tell me what you feel. Instantly, your emotions adjust to the environment of disorder. Something internally does not compute with what you are visually taking in and having to deal with. Why? Because we are wired for order, decency. We're wired for things to be in some semblance of being in their place. Conversely, if you walk into a beautiful, clean, orderly space, you feel good. Hey, if you walk into a restaurant and things are just a mess and there's flies on the wall and there's there, there's dirty dishes laying everywhere and the place has not been swept in 14 weeks. And I promise you, there is something that's so out of order about that place, you might reconsider eating there. You may or may not eat there, in fact, because it's going to mess with you. So I really contend that God has created us to be creatures of order. Now, I'm not trying to encourage you to be OCD, okay? That's that's a disease. That's a that's a disorder itself. But I am trying to tell you that there is a real need for there to be order in your life and when there is not order, then things tend to begin to digress. You know, I've shared with you on this program that you know, God's really moving Sabrina and I towards a a new season. In fact, there are so many wonderful things taking place and transitions that are going on in our lives that are just beautiful in our business, in our ministry, the work that we do in our home with our family. Just so much new is emerging right now. And one of the interesting things that we have found in this process is we feel compelled to get our life in order, to really get our house in order to get our finances in order, to get 
our organization together to get the legal matters of our businesses together, to really make sure that everything is on the up and up and we're doing things the right way and we're doing things in a, a way that's accountable and truthful and honest and full of integrity, not just, we have no tendency toward not being that, but sometimes we get so busy with life that we don't pay attention to the details. And because of that, we we find a challenge because things really do pile up on you really quick. Now, mind you, Sabrina and I keep a very clean house. We don't, you know, have things strewn everywhere. Other than that, we we have a nice, decent sort of a, a thing about us. But, you know, it's not just about things being out of place or your house being physically dirty. It's not just about things being strewn about. It's not just about piles of paper. And those things we'll talk about. But sometimes what we need to get in order and to declutter is those things that are intangibles, like your finances or your personal family budget. Or maybe it's the way you handle your investments, or it could be something as simple as getting your body in order, getting your health in order, uh, getting your devotion time and your emotional state in order. It could be these intangibles that play such a vital role in the health, the vitality, the strength, the success of your life coming into fullness. In our case, there are a few things around the house that bug me. One is our garage. I'm not sure what it is about the garage, but the garage garage seems to be the place where everything tends to gather. And uh, I can clean the garage out once a year, and within about five days, it seems to have all found its way back to where it was before I cleaned it out. I'm not sure how that works. I think we have uh, little uh, creatures that must... Uh, just take everything I've thrown away and bring it back. I'm not, I'm not sure how that works. It's all interesting to me. Uh, I, I can't sometimes even get to the door that comes into our house from parking my car because I find things gathered by the door, and it does aggravate me a little bit. The attic, the attic space where we store things above our garage. Now, that's out of sight, and you know what they say about out of sight. Out of sight, out of mind. We tend not to think about those things that we don't have to look at. But here's my piece. When I do have to go up there, say, oh, maybe Christmas time, to help my family bring down all of the thousands upon thousands of decorations. Do you hear a little angst in my voice about Christmas decorations? When I go up there and I see how much stuff has accumulated, and most of it we haven't touched nor used in years. It's just gathered there. It's clutter. It's unnecessary complexities and stuff. It is, it's weight, literal weight that has been uh, laid down on the ceiling uh, or the floor of the attic, which is the ceiling in the garage. And it's weight that has been distributed there that is unnecessary. I think I'm being a little transparent today. How about hundreds of magazines that maybe you've read? Maybe you have a subscription and you've got magazines piled here and magazines piled there, and it looks somewhat organized, but you've read them once. You've checked them out maybe two and three times. You've 
uh, noted some things in them, but you haven't looked at that issue of Flying Magazine from June of, say, 2003, oh, in about eight years, yet it's still hanging around. <laughs> what about books and manuals, DVDs, and yes, might I even say that we have some VHS tapes? You know, Barney and VeggieTales and all these types of things that have been with us since our children were, yay, toddlers. <laughs> I'm having fun. And I'm sure if my wife listens to this podcast, we're going to have an interesting discussion. These things that we're not quite yet ready or willing to get rid of. Here's one for somebody. How about exercise equipment that you bought years ago and you've never gotten rid of it because, oh, you know, someday we're going to use that. You know, because on Monday, I'm going to start my diet. It's always Monday. Well, in June of this year, as I've already mentioned, we relocated our offices. And we had actually made a major move a little over a year ago from a massive building where we uh, were uh, officed and had other things going on, such as our church services and what have you. And... That move was monstrous, and during that move, I thought, my gosh, we're just dumping all kinds of stuff, selling all kinds of stuff, getting rid of all kinds of stuff. I was absolutely blown away. This move, just moving our offices from point A to point B, how many things that we've accumulated over the years that are unnecessary. We decided to really clean out this time and as we really dove into the process, we realized that we had collected and stored so many things that we did not need, we did not use, but they've been there forever. Therefore, the last time we moved, we didn't dare get rid of them because, you know, we must have them here for some reason. My gosh, let's talk about files. Now, I believe in keeping great records. In fact, we keep everything really tightly put together as far as our finances, our bookkeeping, our corporate records. We're very careful about that. But, oh, my goodness, thousands and thousands of pieces of paper. Business we conducted 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 13, 14, 18 years ago that we just simply did not need. And so I, I got this great revelation from the Lord, not really, Maybe it was him. I'm not sure. But I decided, you know what? If any of these things could be important to us at any point in the future, there's one way we could keep them and not have to have them laying around. So we decided to go paperless. And I invested in an incredible scanner. And by the way, let me just say to you that if paper is your issue, you need to discover Evernote. I'll have a link in the show notes to Evernote, and you will be able to find out more about that. But it is a, it's the most phenomenal digital brain, digital filing system of anything that I know of. It's so capable, so amazingly uh, structured for organization and finding things quickly, etc. You need to know about Evernote. But I bought a scanner because I'm an Evernote guy. I bought a scanner that was designed and, and put together specifically for the Evernote system. It's called ScanSnap. 
And I'll also have a link in the show notes for one of those, as a matter of fact. I invested a significant amount of money in one of those. In fact, I'm going to buy a second one because I found it to be such a beautiful tool because we have literally eliminated probably six filing cabinets full of papers. Yet, if I need those records with a few keystrokes, I can go find them because they're scanned and they're properly filed in an electronic system in the cloud where I can get them from any device at any time. Just one way to declutter. So what are you talking about, Brian? Why are you on this incredible rampage? Well, on this program, we talk about strategic living. We talk about doing life intentionally. And what I find is we get so involved in day-to-day life, we do not take the time to keep ourselves from getting buried with all of the stuff, whether it's emotional stuff, financial stuff, records, papers, books, magazines, whatnots, all kinds of other things. It's just amazing to me that we just don't think about it until we are underneath it all. So let me give you a few key reasons that I think are important as to why you should consider cleaning out the clutter and getting your house in order. Number one, doing so decreases stress. 84% of stressed out Americans said that they consistently worry about their homes being disorganized, not clean, and out of order. 42% experienced more anxiety when their homes or lives were in disarray or cluttered. Bottom line, worry, anxiety, and stress is caused by disorder, clutter, and things being overwhelming. By the way, stress causes sickness. So number one, Cleaning out the clutter and getting your house in order decreases stress, thereby eliminates sickness. Number two, clear your mind and find more energy. Here's why. And when you perceive that there is chaos or unresolved disorder around you, it restricts your ability to focus on what is really important because There is energy from your mind being given to things that are in your periphery. You know that garage needs cleaning out. You know it's a mess, but even though you're not going out there to take the time to do it right now, the fact is it is actually taking from your emotional, your spiritual, and your mental energy. The clutter literally limits your brain's ability to process information. More energy is the result of clearing your mind. You will have more energy, more clarity, more focus if you will simply create an environment that is free of clutter and has tremendous order in it. Number three, another key reason. You literally breathe easier, which, by the way, is going to improve your health a great deal because breathing is really important. You say, what do you mean breathe easier? you like, no stress? No, no, no. That was in point number one. Breathe easier. I'm talking about literal breathing. Because physical stuff, this clutter collects dust, and this dust collects stuff. The Journal of Environmental Science and Technology showed that dust from this clutter and things laying around contains arsenic, decomposing bugs, 
pollen, human skin, fecal matter from dust mites, and even other chemicals like DDT that are toxic to your bloodstream. So yeah, man, cleaning out some things actually produces an environment that causes you to breathe easier. Number four gets a little more personal. I believe cleaning out clutter and getting your house in order can improve relationships. Let me ask you this. How many times has stuff or clutter or a mess or some thing that was hanging out there unresolved in your home caused an argument or strife? If you're with your husband or wife right now, don't answer the question. Has that frustration uh, ever manifest itself maybe because you've not been able to find something that you're looking for? Or maybe the opposite end of it is, and this has happened to me, tripping over something and it made me very angry. And because I became affected emotionally, it, it sometimes ruins an evening. It, it kills the mood, gentlemen. It kills the mood. Do you hear me? You want to have a nice romantic date with your wife and you get all dressed up and you walk out in the garage and you trip over things laying by the door. That will mess up a date night. So cleaning out the clutter, getting your house in order can actually improve family relationships. Number five, this is important too. Cleaning out clutter and getting things thrown out that need to be thrown out in the season of your life. It actually makes room for new blessings. I mentioned before that two objects cannot occupy the same space, and that's literal and figurative. God is unlikely to release something brand new and sweet and precious and uh, just a tremendous blessing to you in your life if it is if that space is presently filled with stuff you have been unwilling to let go of. It's old stuff, but you're hanging on to it. Get rid of the old stuff, and so what if that space is empty for a minute? At least now you have room to receive something new, something fresh, something creative. Make room for new blessings. So the key reasons again, to clean out the clutter and get your house in order. Number one, it decreases stress. Number two, it clears your mind and gives you more energy. Number three, you breathe easier and improve your health. Number four, it improves relationships. Number five, it makes room for new blessings, new things, fresh creativity. I want to wrap this up today by sharing with you a few words. In fact, it's five words. And I'm not a big list guy, but I want to give you five words that if you can just kind of note these and understand what we're talking about with these, this is the way you approach clearing out clutter and getting your house in order. Number one, identify. Identify the big rocks or the projects that need to be done. I've got one big one hanging over my head right now, and that is that my garage, 
I, I know that I'm going to have to take some time. It's the heat of the summer in Texas. It's very hot. It's not, I've not had much motivation to get out there and sweat and do it this time of the year, but it needs to be done. And I need to go through a lot of old camping gear, go through a lot of old sports equipment, go through a lot. I've got two sets of golf clubs and I haven't golfed once in three years. And just really identify what all uh, what all needs to happen here? What what project needs to happen first? And in my case, it's the garage. But the big rocks are the actual projects that need to be done. Now, my wife has one right now. We have a closet. And by the way, every house has a closet. <laughs> you know, the closet, the one where everything kind of gets pushed into and no one wants to open that door because when you open that door, uh, it's like this micro explosion that takes place. Yeah, that kind of a closet. We actually have two of those in our house. And so my wife has got those kind of hanging out. And I promise you, whether she is conscious of it or not, it's stressing her out because she knows those projects are hanging over her head. In one of those closets are thousands and thousands and thousands of printed photographs that she wants to get organized. That's a major decluttering, getting your house in order project. It's a major project, but that's one of them. So identify the big rocks, the big projects that need to be done. The second word is prioritize. All right, if I've got six major projects that I know need to be done so I can really begin moving toward having my life in order, I need to, to really, truly prioritize which one's most important, which one's second most important, which one am I going to do third and fourth and fifth. Take the time to really think through objectively what is going to gain me the most peace, the most joy, what's going to create the most benefit for my family by taking on this project. And by the way, let me just mention, this is not just about your home. This could be your work. It could be your business. It could be your office environment, anywhere you're working or living. So identify the big rocks and then prioritize them. Number three, decide. When you dive into that project, now write these down. If you're taking notes, write them down. I'll have them in the show notes, but write these down. Decide, what do I keep? What do I need to archive? And what do I throw away and discard? Those three things. It's one of those three. You either keep it, you archive it like I did all my files by scanning them, for example, or it goes in the trash or it goes in the shredder. So what do I keep? What do I archive? What do I throw away or discard? So you've identified, you've prioritized, and you've now decided what you're going to keep what you're going to archive, what you're going to throw away. The fourth word is execute. What do you mean? Do the work. Follow through with your plan. If you decided to keep it, where are you going to keep it? How are you going to store it? Where should it be? Where is it going to be most useful to you? If you're going to archive it, what does that mean? Are you going to box it up, put it in the attic? Is it going to be in a storage cabinet out in your garage? Is it going to be uh, filed away maybe in an archive facility at your business? Is it going to be scanned or are you going to keep it? And if you have decided that it's not worth keeping, then sell it in a garage sale, give it to someone as a gift and be a blessing to them or throw it away. But execute means to do it, get it done. As Larry, the cable guy says, get her done. So you've identified, you've prioritized the big projects You've decided what you're going to keep, what you're going to archive, what you're going to throw away, and you've done it. 
Now what, Brian? What's the fifth one? Well, celebrate, man. Throw a stinking party. Go get some bluebell ice cream and some chocolate syrup. Invite some friends over to your clean, nice backyard and have a party. Celebrate the fact that you have taken a step to create a life that is more in order, a life that God can bless, that God can trust you with more because you've made room. Celebrate. Enjoy the state of being ready to receive whatever God has for you in this new and fresh season of your life. Identify, prioritize, decide, execute, and celebrate. Well, if you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to brianholmes.com forward slash 049. Go to the show notes for that episode down at the very bottom of the comments section there. You'll find a place. We'd love to hear from you with your comment, your question, your engagement. That which you can contribute to the conversation. Love to hear it. We'd also love to invite you to subscribe to our weekly updates at brianholmes.com. If you love this podcast, subscribe to us in iTunes. And if you'd be so kind as to rate the podcast or leave us a review, that would be so helpful. Be awesome. We'd appreciate that. That'll help us get the word out. Well, are you ready to get this done? Well, I trust something we share today has challenged you to take the bull by the horns. Really, really, really make a difference. Make a change for the better. Get engaged in doing what you can do to make your life all it can be. And sometimes in seasons, that means we got to do some spring cleaning. If it happens to be summer, do some summer cleaning or some fall cleaning or some something cleaning. But I'm encouraging you to clear out the clutter. Get your life in order. Get your house in order. Get your finances in order. Get your spiritual life in order. Get your body in order. Be all that God has created you to be. Hey, we believe in you. You really are special. God has great things in store. God bless. We'll see you back here next week.